नमो विष्णुपादा कृष्ण पृष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति स्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंदीयद्वैत गाधरा श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंदा नमो महावदान्या कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदाते कृष्णा कृष्ण चैतन्याने गौरतिषे नम नमो ब्रह्मण्य देवाय गोभ्रमणहिताय जगद्धिताय कृष्णा गोविंदय नमो नमः हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांत नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी ऋषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाचाकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतीतना पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे ओम अज्ञान ज्ञानंजन श्लाकया चक्षुरुन्मीत मेन तस्म श्री गुरव नम हरे कृष्ण तो इन द लास्ट वर्सेस ऑफ द भगवदगीता चैप्टर फोर कृष्णा हैज explained few very interesting things and he said that nirashir yatachittatma tyakta sarva parigraha shariram kevalam karma kurvan apnoti kilvisham so once his intelligence is perfectly controlled then he will not have the sense of proprietorship we understood how a person without the sense of proprietorship can be very intelligent and act nicely then in verse number 22 he said yadrachalaba santushto dwandvatito vimatsaraha vimatsara means he has become free from envy and such a person who is free from envy samasiddha vasiddhavcha kritvapi na nibadhate whether it is victory or loss he is always samasiddhav he is not bewildered because he is free from envy he knows how to deal in this material world very nicely both in success and failure he performs his actions without any attachment and in verse number 23 also he said gata sangasya muktasya gnana avasthita chetasa so one who is uh, unattached by the three modes of material nature he can actually be very nicely engaged in the service of the lord and he performs actions in transcendental way 
and in verse number 19 also there was another very interesting thing he said kama sankalpa varjitah kama sankalpa varjitah means without the sense of having the attachment for results he doesn't work for his results kama sankalpa varjitah so there is no kama sankalpa in his mind so we need to also develop this attitude of Uh, becoming free from kama sankalpa we should not have any material motives while we are performing actions so all these things krishna has explained in the previous uh, verses so today also we will try to cover few shlokas although um, there is very little uh, that we can cover today uh, because um, i could not really prepare i was thinking whether i'll be able to do it today or not but somehow uh with just this mobile phone i'm able to interact with all of you so <clears throat> let's try to understand few shlokas today and let's begin with uh, uh 24 verse number 24 and uh, uma kumar you can unmute yourself and if you have the bhagavad gita copy that will be really nice yes sir i have copy okay verse number 24 yes sir brahmarpanam brahmavir ब्रह्मापण ब्रह्मवीर ब्रह्मात वंडरफुल प्लीज रीड द ट्रांसलेशन बाय ऑफ wonderful thank you so much <coughs> so <coughs> here it is said brahmarpanam brahmavir brahmasnav brahmana hutam brahmaivatena gantavyam brahmakarma samadina so very interesting so many brahma 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 the whole shloka is filled with this word called brahma so now brahma it is not referring to the devata brahma the creator brahma brahma or brahman also refers to the spiritual nature we say brahma jyoti right so here brahmarpanam brahmavir brahmagnau it's all referring to spiritual nature and what is in spiritual nature spiritual nature means krishna consciousness in uh, today's context especially in the context of the bhagavad gita as it is whenever this word brahman comes prabhupad very nicely uses this word krishna consciousness he replaces this word brahman as krishna consciousness because the spiritual nature means krishna consciousness when you become fully aware of krishna the supreme personality of god it that is brahma that itself is the understanding of brahman so what is this now sacrifice this person who is in uh, this state of brahman he is brahmarpanam brahmarpanam arpanam means samarpanam everything surrendering to the lord just like you know there is this uh, ladle which is used in the sacrifice ladle means that spoon sometimes it is also called as darvi darvi that spoon which is used by the brahmanas in the yagna is called darvi so what is the function of this darvi the function of the darvi is either it will be in the vessel which is filled with ghee or it will be taking the ghee from the vessel and putting it in the fire so now this ladle 
has only one functionality and that is to be utilized to pour the ghee into the fire in the yagna now it has it is not thinking oh whether should i be in the ghee or should i be in the fire no it is acting like an instrument so this instrument this ladle is actually called brahmarpanam it is only functioning to serve the brahmanas so similarly a devotee also who is in krishna consciousness he is also acting like a ladle he is acting like an instrument and he has no independent uh, activities to do whatever activity he does it is done only for the pleasure of krishna just like the ladle is not thinking whether i should uh, serve the fire or whether i should serve the uh, ghee no it is only doing and acting as per the brahmana's will just like a spoon also in the kitchen when you want to serve you will actually take it to serve <coughs> sabji you will take it to serve the dal or rice <coughs> the spoon itself has no independent thinking that oh i will only serve dal i will only serve sabji no it is an instrument and it will be serving its purpose as per the will of the user so similarly brahmarpanam means this is how a devotee acts only as per the will of krishna brahmarpanam brahma havir havi havishya means that which is offered in the yagna havishyanna they say sometimes the sweet rice that is made to put in the ghee uh, to put in the yagna is also called havishyanna so havir havir also means butter so but translates havir as butter so brahmagnav brahmagnav means <clears throat> now that ladle that you are using brahmarpanam that is spiritual in nature and brahmahavir that activity that sweet rice or whatever butter it is that is also spiritual in nature not just that it is also brahmagnav the fire in which the yagna is done that is also spiritual that is brahmagnav not ordinary fire brahmana hutam and the huta the performer is also a spiritual in nature so everything when you are performing yagna is spiritual in nature then what happens if everything is in the activity that is used is spiritual in nature then brahmaiva tena gantavyam the destination of such a person is also spiritual in nature so when a person in spiritual consciousness in krishna consciousness is doing anything brahmarpanam brahma agnav brahma havir then ultimately this will all result into the spiritual destination that is the spiritual world goloka vrindavan so <clears throat> very interesting this is a verse which we should adopt in our life krishna has given a very nice secret to all of us here because krishna is saying that brahmaivatena gantavyam if you have to go to gantavyam that means if you have to go to the spiritual destination which i am sure all of you are actually trying to be uh, spiritual and go and achieve that spiritual nature then this is the process what is the process now first thing that you all have to do is anything that you utilize utilize including your body should become brahmarpanam can we do that if at all we can do that how can we do that if our body and the mind and the intelligence has to become brahmarpanam then how can that be possible number 1 yes the question is to you all that how can we actually make our body spiritual how can we utilize how can we call this body or how can we make this body as brahmarpanam any answer in the previous verses in the sessions okay achyutan ji please go ahead Okay. 
all right so now going to the temple is one activity one of the activity that you can utilize your body to make it as brahmarpanam but temple visit especially now because the practical difficulties we cannot go to the temple so in this situation of covid how do we do brahmarpanam with our body let me see there are some comments also coming i cannot directly read them but let me see what are the comments by serving krishna only okay i want more specific so vinod ji is saying whatever you are doing keep krishna in the mind and do okay wonderful that is thinking and meditating on the lord very nice then hina mata ji saying meditation yoga eating blessed food okay very nice so <clears throat> So now what's happening is Sir, yes go ahead ha ah, so this is one more uh, thing that we had discussed in one of the previous sessions that how many people think that manav seva is madhav seva but actually it is not true it is a very nice feeling that uh, serving humanity will actually lead us to service of mankind but actually the other way around is true madhav seva is manav seva because there are so many human beings there are so many manavas we cannot actually serve all of them it is not possible so that's why we had given this example of how when we actually pour the water to the roots then all the leaves will get nourished so similarly when we actually do service to krishna alone when we serve him nicely then automatically everything will flourish all the human beings will flourish so that should be the contribution of each and every one serving krishna alone but what happens is when we try to serve that krishna is going to explain in the upcoming next uh, shloka also that how people use some of their activities some of their resources in serving the mankind serving mankind should be done but that is not equivalent to madhav seva it should be done it is said krishna says charity should be done helping people should be done it is all there but it cannot be equivalent to madhav seva so when people say that manav seva is madhav seva it is improper because only madhav seva is madhav seva only when you serve the lord it is service to the lord ha ah, but if there are vaishnavas it is not human kind but if there are vaishnavas who are in the service of the lord then that is also the service of the lord by serving the vaishnavas the great devotees you are actually serving the lord but just human uh, service is not equivalent to madhav seva it is not equivalent so <clears throat> now brahmarpanam so in our situation currently because we cannot go to the temple and we cannot even go out and serve the human kind today it is so difficult so brahmarpanam like mataji gave a hint like eating but for eating krishna prasadam we have to cook so that means our body is now getting utilized in cooking it is getting utilized in eating the prasadam so by doing this we are doing brahmarpanam your body is becoming spiritual in nature by thinking of krishna your mind is becoming purified right so <clears throat> brahmaiva tena gantavyam only when we do this then we can achieve the spiritual nature by the way now please tell me one thing brahmarpanam we are doing now maybe mata ji is at home they will be cooking so that is their way of brahmarpanam what about men okay they are eating and they are doing brahmarpanam is there a difference between a person who is sweeping for the lord who is cooking for the lord who is eating for the lord who is even sleeping for the lord is there any difference sometimes when i am preaching is this different from somebody cooking prasadam at home or somebody is maybe going out and collecting donations for the lord all these are different activities although apparently they may look different but they are not different all these different activities are not different they are all on the absolute absolute platform so what happens is when we are actually doing different spiritual activities they are all on the equal platform 
whether somebody is grooming, mopping with the consciousness like uh, Vinodji said that we have to think of the Lord and do. So when a person is thinking of the Lord and is performing activities, then all the different activities, there is nothing called as high service or low, low service. Everything is on the equal platform. So with this kind of attitude, when we are serving nicely, then Brahma Karma Samadhinaha. So such a person, his activities are situated in Brahma Karma. It is situated in spiritual consciousness. So very nice word, very nice Krishna is explaining here. So now the best way and the easiest way for all of us, each and every one of us, the best Brahmarpanam, the best way to achieve the spiritual consciousness and the spiritual world is Japa Yagna. There are so many Yagnas, but Japa Yagna is for the Kali Yuga. Now, how do we do this Japa Yagna? In this Japa Yagna, actually, there is no Brahma, there is no this Yagna Kunda. We don't have at home this Yagna Kunda. So what is the Yagna Kunda now for us? This mouth itself becomes the Yagna Kunda. Your mouth is the Yagna Kunda. And your tongue is the ladle. You know the ladle, the garvi, that spoon. It, the, your tongue actually becomes the ladle for putting what? The sound vibration of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So what you are putting it in the mouth, you are actually taking the sound vibration of Hare Krishna Mahamantra using this ladle called tongue, putting it in your mouth. And what is the Brahmagni? Your consciousness. That fire in the Yagnukunda is the consciousness. So when you are fully attentively listening with full consciousness the mantra, Hare Krishna Mahamantra and putting it in the mouth with this ladle of tongue, then this itself will become Yajna, Japa Yajna. And especially when we together as a family, we do it together, it's even more powerful. The Japa Yajna becomes even more intense. Right? So Japa Yajna has to be done. So wonderful it is. So we don't have to go anywhere. This is the uh, speciality of Bhakti Yoga. See, sitting at home, nobody can stop us today. There are so many things we can, we are restricted from today because of the situation. But the best part is, even in this condition, we can still perform Japa Yagna. What an amazing thing. Who can stop us from vibrating our tongue? Nobody can stop. Nobody can stop us from vibrating the tongue. So this is the best way of performing Yagna. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 500 years ago, he has understood these people in Kali Yuga will have lot of problems and they themselves will be disturbed. So that's why we will give them the most simplest form of Yajna. Otherwise, where will we go finding the sticks and the ghee and all those different uh, mantras that have to be chanted? No, no, it's not going to be possible. Just sitting at home, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And this yagna is done. Sankirtan yagna is done. So wonderful it is. So, now if this is the yagna that we are supposed to perform, now Arjuna who is listening to all this on the battlefield, what is the yagna for him? So, Arjuna is listening to this and for him Krishna is telling, your yagna is not japa yagna, your yagna is battle yagna. <laughs> you have to fight Arjuna. So Arjuna, how will he fight? What is the Yagna? Yes, the battlefield, the battleground is actually the Brahma, uh, the Yagna Kunda for Arjuna and the Gandiva bow is actually the ladle for him. And with the spirit of Kshatriya is what he has to fight. That is the fire. With that fire of Kshatriya nature, he has to kill all the enemies. You see? So he has to put all of them in the mouth, in the Yagna Kunda of, uh, of the death and kill them. So that is the Yagna for Arjuna. So Krishna is saying you have to fight. This is the Yagna for you. So each one of us, we can perform Yagna and for us Kali Yuga people, 
Japa Yakna is the best. So this is what Krishna has nicely explained that by Brahmarpanam and surrounding yourself with Brahma, uh, Brahma activities, Brahma Karma, we will get the Brahma Gantavyam, that Brahmaivatena Gantavyam, we will be able to reach the spiritual destination. Okay, let's go to the next words. Uh, Achutanji, verse number 25. <coughs> you can unmute yourself. Daivam eva pare yagnam Daivam eva pare yagnam Yoginaha paryupasate Yoginaha paryupasate Brahmagna va pare yagnam Yagnenaivopajauhati Once again, Daivam Eva Pare Yagnam Daivam Eva Pare Yagnam Yoginaha Padyupasate Yoginaha Padyupasate Brahmagna Pare Yagnam Brahma Brahma Pajuhati Please read the translation. Some yogis perfectly worship the demigods by offering different sacrifices to them, and some offer sacrifices in sacrifices in the fire of Supreme Brahman. Yes, wonderful. Hare Krishna. So, <clears throat> there are some yogis who perfectly worship the demigods. Now, before we come to this point of uh, who are these people who worship the demigods? What is your understanding of a yogi? Who is a yogi? We have heard this right quite often. Uh, there are a lot of yogis. So who is a yogi? What do you understand by this word yogi? You can unmute yourself and speak. Okay. A person who can who sacrifices everything, Guruji. Okay, a person who sacrifices everything is called a yogi. Hina Mataji is saying a spiritual person trying to attain salvation. So he is called a yogi. Why is he not called Jnani by the way, Hina Mataji? Because the Jnani is the one after acquiring knowledge, he wants to get liberation. So a person who wants to acquire uh, liberation, attain liberation, he can also be called as a uh, yogi. A jnani can also be the one who can attain salvation. Who is a yogi? What is this yogi means? A jnani wants, anybody wants salvation, he can be called as a jnani also. Like for us, what are we by the way? Are we yogis? Are we uh, jnanis? Or are we bhaktas? What are we? Prabhuji, a yogi I think is a person who performs yagna. No, that person is called a brahmana. A brahmana, there are four types of brahmanas who sit in the yagna. So there are Bhutas, there are uh, Hotras, there are Yajmanas. So all these different uh, kinds of Brahmanas are the one who perform the Yajna. So he, they, they cannot be, not necessarily they are called Yogis. So who is a Yogi? Because we are reading uh, Yoga Shastra, Bhagavad Gita. So who is a yogi? There are some people who also have the surname as yogi. <laughs> but they are not yogis. Yogi, where this word come from? Word is coming from where? Yes, 
yoga is uh, yogi is a person who has renounced the world okay let me see the comments now so yes sina mata ji you said something basically it is derived from the word yoga so hmm. probably a person is uh, trying to achieve something through yoga okay so so what is yoga according to you What is yoga? Body and mind. Body and mind. And spirit. Body and mind and spirit. Okay, but what is yoga has to do with body, mind, and spirit? A person, yes. Hina Mata Ji said that there is anyone who is dealing with yoga is called uh, yogi, but. What is yoga according to you? Prabhuji, yoga means uh, union with the Lord. Ah, so yoga means union with the Lord. Yoga means to link. Yoga means to connect. To connect the Atma with the Paramatma. That is called the yoga. So now, yogi is a person who actually. follows the process of yoga to achieve that supreme lord that parmatma so the person any person who follows the process of yoga is called a yogi so now what are the different processes of yoga what are the different processes of yoga i have given many hints earlier What are the different types of yoga systems? Hatha yoga. Hatha yoga. What is the difference between hatha yoga and ashtanga yoga? Can you name some of them at least? What are the eight different parts of those Ashtanga Yoga? Hatha Yoga. Achar, Vichar. Okay. Then Pranayam. Then there is also Upas, which would be fasting. Okay. Then there is the exercises. Okay. What are those exercises called? Okay, so Hatha Yoga and Ashtanga Yoga are actually the same, but yes, you can go ahead with uh, the other different things that you can remember of. I know that it is Achar, Vichar, uh, then how you conduct yourself, okay. Pranayam, what you Good. So, what are those eight stages? Like yam and niyam. First two stages, like you said, achar and vichar. So they are called yam and niyam. Yam means all that you are supposed to not do, and niyam means certain things that you are supposed to do. So do's and don'ts. So, for example, upas. Upas is actually one of the niyam. So that has to be followed. So now the third stage is asana, the exercises that we call yoga asanas. So the asanas are the third stage. The fourth stage is pranayama. Pranayama is the breathing exercises. Now everybody is talking about pranayama. Then the fifth stage is pratyahara. Pratyahara means the control of the senses. We have the five senses: jnanendriyas and pancha karmendriyas. all the control of the senses is called prana pratyahara after this stage of uh, pratyahara the next stage is called dharana the sixth stage dharana means in this state of dharana a person gets to know that i am not this material body i am a spirit soul then the seventh stage comes dhyana meditation and then finally the eighth stage 
that is samadhi so now these are the eight stages so now anybody who is following this ashtanga yoga process is called ashtanga yogi so we are not ashtanga yogis correct so what are the other different processes now can anyone tell me what are the other yoga system one yoga is ashtanga yoga ashtanga yoga hatha yoga both are same karma yoga yes what is karma yoga by doing action proper ha so what is proper action karma yoga so how do we actually talk about karma yoga how what, what happens in karma yoga in the third chapter we have discussed right i know <laughs> you didn't expect this today a lot of questions are coming what are the okay so that is karma that is karma from the point of you know action and reaction you perform some action and reaction will come but what is karma yoga now yoga means yeah dev go ahead performing every action for the god ha so any time when we perform an action and that action is for actually the satisfaction of the lord not the satisfaction of the lord but at the same time i am not expecting any result out of out of it then karma yoga is happening so i am sacrificing the result and then doing every action for the pleasure of krishna that is karma yoga okay good very nice so what are the other types of yoga karma yoga ashtanga yoga then ha ah, so gnana yoga so in gnana yoga what happens you acquire a lot of knowledge so when you acquire a lot of knowledge and that knowledge is actually for connecting with the supreme lord then you become a gnana yogi you are called a karma yogi you are called a ashtanga yogi so yogi means anybody who is actually following the process of yoga then he is called a yogi so now what kind of yogis are we because we are not doing karma yoga to the full extent we are not actually acquiring knowledge also full extent what are we supposed to become ashtanga yogi to we forget we cannot go to the forest so what type of yogis have to we become exactly so we all have to become bhakt yogis bhakti yogis so we will become bhakti yogis so the best way and the simplest way for all of us is to become bhaktas so what happens is it's a very joyful process all other yoga processes are very difficult but in this process of bhakti it is so sublime that you can always enjoy because you can sing you can dance because singing is also uh, yoga just by singing for the lord you can become a yogi by nicely dancing in front of the lord you are actually becoming a yogi by cooking nicely at home and offering it to the lord you are becoming a yogi just see bhakti yogi is an amazing person who is very very easy to please his activities are very simple and he is always happy so we are fortunate that we can actually become bhakti yogis and we are actually right now also in the process of bhakti yoga that's why we are called bhakti yogis so in this words some yogis are worshiping the demigods so just like we are worshiping krishna as bhakti yogis but there are so many other people they are offering yagnas they are doing yagnas for the pleasure of the devatas so now krishna is explaining this in this particular shloka does not mean that krishna is endorsing demigod worship devata worship no krishna is not saying that you should worship the devatas krishna is just as a matter of fact is stating that there will be some yogis who will worship the devatas because they have some material desires and any time when people have material desires they approach the devatas so that is why krishna is saying here they offer different types of sacrifices to the devatas there are some people like that some yogis and some of them they offer sacrifices in the fire of the supreme brahman 
like we all of us now we are offering to krishna by the way tell me one thing all of you are we offering our sacrifices to the supreme brahman or we are offering it to krishna what is the difference supreme brahman and krishna offering to supreme brahman is it equivalent to offering to krishna in how many ways can the supreme absolute truth be understood i think in the very first introduction of bhagavad gita we had covered this that god can be realized in three aspects anyone remembers god or the absolute truth can be understood or realized in three ways which are the three aspects the question here is whatever sacrifice we offer to the supreme brahman is it equivalent to the supreme lord krishna what is the difference as bhaktas like mata ji earlier said we are bhaktas we are supposed to be bhakti yogis right as bhakti yogis we are supposed to offer our sacrifices to the supreme brahman or supreme lord krishna whom do you think that we should offer Why not Supreme Brahman? Supreme Brahman is the manifestation of the God. Okay, very nice. What type of manifestation is the Supreme Brahman? How does it look like? The how we believe that who created this universe or the multiple universes, but that was directed by Lord Krishna, the Supreme Brahman, to make it. Hmm. supreme brahman so i believe that the supreme brahman is just a form of krishna okay so mata ji is saying that supreme brahman is the certain form of krishna any other answers anybody what is the supreme brahman that's why another related question is the god supreme absolute truth can be understood in three ways what are the three ways हाँ ओके गुड यू आर कमिंग क्लोज नाउ ओके सुपर सोल इज वन ऑफ द एस्पेक्ट ऑफ रियलाइजिंग गॉड एंड दैट इज कॉल्ड परमात्मा ब्रह्मेति परमात्मेती भगवान शब्द थे सो वन ऑफ द एस्पेक्ट इज परमात्मा एस्पेक्ट रियलाइजिंग द सुपर सोल परमात्मा विद इन द हार्ट येस वेरी नाइस गुड यू आर कमिंग क्लोज नाउ वॉट इज सुप्रीम ब्रह्मन इज सुप्रीम ब्रह्मन एंड परमात्मा रियलाइजेशन सेम Ah, so this is where we should know. This is the foundation. Now, there are three aspects of realizing God. One is the Brahman realization, which is the formless light. There is no form. Like earlier, Mata Ji said, it is one of the form of the Lord Krishna. Actually, Brahman or Brahma Jyoti, both are same. The supreme Brahman is formless. and it is spiritual nature it is the manifestation of supreme lord krishna but it is formless and who are the people who offer sacrifices to the supreme brahman mayavadis mayavadis means those who do not believe in the form of god so those who believe that yes i am also that supreme brahman those who think that i am also that supreme god so such people they offer their sacrifices to the supreme brahman so bhaktas we do not offer our sacrifices to supreme brahman although it is the manifestation of god mayavadis do we don't do now yogis ashtang yogis they offer their sacrifices to the devatas demigod and the parmatma within the heart but bhaktas ब्रह्मेति परमात्मेति भगवान इति शब्द थे वी एज भक्त 
we don't offer our sacrifices to brahman uh, to the brahma jyoti we offer only to the supreme lord krishna bhagwan the supreme two handed form of lord uh, the supreme form we offer our sacrifices to him so there is a difference so we should understand these distinctions very clearly so when krishna is saying here there are some people yogis who offer sacrifices to devatas and there are some people who offer their sacrifices to the supreme brahman here supreme brahman means those people who actually are mayavadis and they are the one who give everything they lose their identity they sacrifice their identity what do they sacrifice the mayavadis they sacrifice their individual identity and they say that i am the supreme brahman i am the supreme lord so what sacrifice are they doing sacrificing their identities so that is their yagna that is what mayavadis do but bhaktas they don't do like that we don't uh, we don't commit spiritual suicide we have an identity we know that we have an identity and that identity is that we are the servant of lord krishna right so there is this difference in this particular shloka we should know very nicely yes Rapuji. yes sina mother Yes, yes, exactly. So Advaitas, all the Advaitas, people who follow the Advaita philosophy, they are the Mayavadis, and they are the one. Krishna is saying here that these people are the one who perform sacrifices for in the pyre of the supreme Brahman. So what they do is they want to uh, dissolve their identities in this pyre of supreme Brahman. so what happens is there is this huge brahma jyoti and this brahma jyoti which is the effulgence coming from the bhagwan that is coming from krishna that effulgence is so bright it is so much uh, uh, bright light that people these yogis mayavadis they cannot see through the light that there is a supreme lord who is uh, actually emanating this light so what happens is they just think that this light is everything because everywhere this light is pervading they feel that this light is the source of everything they cannot see beyond the light so for them this aspect of the lord of brahma jyoti is everything and they feel that i am also that light and i will merge into that light and i will dissolve my identity so that is the understanding of the mayavadis that is advaita philosophy now dwaita philosophy says no 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 beyond that light there is the supreme personality of godhead from whom this light is coming so the source actually in the bhagavad gita itself krishna is going to say that this brahma jyoti is actually resting upon me he he clarifies that in the future chapter he says that this brahma jyoti is actually coming from me so he is the source but the mayavadis do not accept that So this is Advaita philosophy. So, <clears throat> so we as bhaktas, we are not uh, Advaita. We are Dvaitas. We always differentiate between the soul and the super soul. There is a difference between the God and us. There is difference. That is Dvaita. So in this uh, shloka, Krishna has explained this particular thing. So let's uh, understand the next verse, verse number twenty-six. So Dev, you can unmute yourself and let's chant the next word. Shotra dinindriya nyanye. Samyam yagmi shujubhati. शब्दादीन विषयानन्द्रियाजूभती ओके वंडरफुल सो प्लीज रीड द ट्रांसलेशन बाय योर सेल्फ the fire of mental 
control as others the regulated householders sacrifice the object of the senses in the fire of the in the fire of the senses ah so here uh there can be some disruption uh, because of uh, some internet problem but let's continue <clears throat> so here shotradrani shotra shotra means it is the sacrifice of hearing for a brahmachari who is a student hearing is the main aspect of acquiring knowledge his ears actually become the yagnakunda so it is not the yagnakunda which is there on the floor but for a brahmachari the ear itself becomes the yagnakunda and whatever he hears from the spiritual master becomes the uh, ingredient for putting in the yagnakunda so shrotra shravanam is the greatest yagna that a brahmachari a student can actually perform and we should all perform actually I don't know if you have heard about this Google boy, this small little boy. His name is Kautilya Pandit. You can check him out on YouTube and Google this Google boy. So you can uh, see that how this small little boy, just by listening, 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 you ask him any question, then he will answer. So so sharp he has become. He is just about five years old, six years old. Maybe now he is little grown up, but then so much of shavanam. so when kids are encouraged uh, when they ask question and you give them answers so they can map everything so nicely so at a very young age he can remember so many beautiful things all because of yagna all this is possible it's because of shrutram you have to hear you have to listen and we are also doing this yagna by uh, listening the brahmacharis this is how they perform yagna and krishna is then saying that shabda din vishayan anya so now for grahasthas it is a different yagna so grahasthas have to deal with lot of money they have to deal with uh, so many other things right so for a grahasthas whatever they have acquired resources they have to use that in the service of the lord so that is the yagna for them in fact a grahastha has to take care of the brahmacharis the vanaprasthas and the sanyasis that is the responsibility of the grahastha grahastha life is not so easy grahastha life means taking care of one's own family at the same time also contribute to the society because we are working hard and we are getting some resources so those resources have to be utilized and in the service of the vaishnavas and in the vaishnava in the service of the lord all these things have to be done and taken care of then a grahastha is performing yagna like i had earlier also mentioned that a grahastha is supposed to do panch mahayagna every day a grahastha because of knowingly or unknowingly he kills so many animals right small insects while cleaning the cobwebs all these things i had explained to you earlier that how in the regular process of cooking and in the regular process of cleaning we kill a lot of animals and so many things we perform that's why panch mahayagna has to be performed by grahasthas so this is possible only when we have dravya we have resources so all this has to be done by the grahasthas so there are many more things i wanted to cover two more shlokas but i think i'll not be able to speak a lot uh, more but i will take some q and a questions today so we have covered just few shlokas today just about three shlokas but we will cover the next two shlokas and going forward we will cover more uh, so if you have questions please feel free to ask One second, Mother. You just hold on. Yes, you have a question. Please go ahead. Yes, I wanted to request you to please explain Pancha Mahayagya. You said Rasta should be done. Correct. Yeah. So let me recall. So what happens is, so in the process now, what happens is we have Grahastas. We are indebted to five types of living entities. like we are supposed to uh, we are indebted to the rishis because they are giving knowledge 
we are indebted to our forefathers because we have acquired the qualities the characteristics from the lineage from our parampara from the vamsha parampara so we are indebted to our forefathers then we are indebted to all the different living entities because uh, for example we take the silk and the, uh, from the silk worms we take the honey from the honey bees so cows so we take we are dependent on so many living entities so we are indebted to all these different types of living entities we are indebted to humans because like for example they provide service like it may be a tailor it may be a barber uh, it can be so many other services that we take from humans so we are actually taking from them also so like this we are indebted to the devatas for the rains and everything we are indebted to the rishi munis we are indebted to the forefathers we are indebted to the living entities animals and we are living in, uh, also indebted to the human beings so as human beings now as manushya we are supposed to perform yagnas to satisfy all these categories of people so not just that on a day to day basis especially a grahastha because a sanyasi doesn't cook uh, or generally he cooks himself and uh, sanyasis are not supposed to deal with fire they just go and beg so now who are supposed to do that it's the grahasthas who are supposed to feed them but in the grahasthas they are uh, dealing with uh, cooking and they are dealing with uh, cleaning so what happens in the process we kill a lot of animals we kill a lot of insects so uh, uh, while pounding you know while pounding also uh, we kill animals so there are all these different activities that we do in a day to day basis and eventually uh, knowingly and knowingly we commit some sins so in order to get rid of these we have to perform pancha mahayagna this pancha mahayagna uh, like satisfying all these five categories of people every day but that is not uh, possible today pancha mahayagna earlier grahasthas moment they take bath the husband has to do this pancha mahayagna and the wife is to assist but this is not possible today so that is why japa yagna has to be done every day without fail grahastha brahmachari anybody for us now pancha mahayagna cannot be uh, done uh, because of so many restrictions and we are not trained so that is why japa yagna has to be done without fail it is beyond it is much more powerful than the pancha mahayagna that are recommended in the vedas in the karma kanda section so that's why our bhaktas our panch mahayagna is chanting the holy name so this is how we can rectify ourselves from the day to day uh, sins that we commit so many you know mosquitoes are coming you just uh, flap your hand and then the mosquito is dead <laughs> done you committed a sin there so we just walking and then you know there is an ant and we step on it and then gone that is also a sin just imagine how many sins we are committing sometimes you just do yawn you know you open your mouth you yawn and the mosquito enters your mouth it gets killed in the mouth gone that is also sin you didn't do anything but still it is a sin see padam padam yad vipadam this material world is like that so that's why chanting is the greatest yagna that we are supposed to do on day to day basis and cleanse ourselves on a day to day basis cleanse our consciousness every day free become free from all this sinful activities reactions so so hope that answers thank you yes any more uh, questions sorry i'm ending the session little, little early today i could not cover uh, shlokas but next sunday we will cover more and uh, we will go also live on uh, youtube <clears throat> and uh, during this time uh, all of you also please keep praying and chant and read more uh, this is the good time actually you are at home where you can invest your time in reading a lot of shastras and scriptures and especially bhagavad gita so please uh, spend some time reading because if you are intellectually active uh, then all this fear which is in the atmosphere in the environment today will uh be gone and you will feel safe when you are reading and chanting you will feel safe in the presence of krishna so uh, uh
Yeah, so this uh, I would like to end the session and uh, I will keep you updated and posted about uh, all the upcoming events and other things that we are planning to do. So please until then take care and uh, we will continue next Sunday again from where we have stopped. Please take care. Hare Krishna.